Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm really excited to have a returning guest. The phenomenal Don Richardson is back talking with us today. And actually, she is Don Richardson with Tech Savvy Creative, but she is also the artist formerly known as Don Elizabeth Studios. And what we're going to be talking about today, she's laughing. What we're going to be talking about today is how she is making this huge pivot, this huge transition in her business from running a wedding photography um, and photography studio to transitioning into the role of business coach with Tech Savvy Creative and creating a lot of new offerings and products for creative entrepreneurs in general, not just photographers. And I think it's a really, really good conversation to have because she's in the middle of this transition. And I feel like I am never not transitioning in my business. Like I'm consistently shifting what it is that I offer. And this is a question that I get asked a lot about is like, how do you make a pivot really responsibly. Like how do I not just shut everything down while still making traction in the new parts of my business? So I am pumped to hear from Don. So I'm going to go ahead and let Don jump in. Tell us about like why you decided to make this shift and like maybe the first thing that came to mind when you decided like, okay, I'm going to switch from Don Elizabeth Studios to Tech Savvy Creative and how am I going to start planning this out? Oh, I love that question. And thanks for having me again, Lele. I love being here. <laughs> thanks for coming back. <laughs> so this has been a really long time coming and it feels slightly sudden with this transition just because it's suddenly public knowledge, but it's been something that we've been talking about behind the scenes for well over a year. And for us, I really love the wedding industry and I love the vendors and the couples that I get to serve every weekend. But that was also where I was starting to feel really burnt out was that it was every weekend. And even when it was a slower season, when it's only like one or two weddings a month, I have a two-year-old at home and I feel like she was born just yesterday and I've missed so many weekends with her. And I really wanted to create a business that allowed me to do what I loved, but on a schedule that worked better for me and my family. And that's kind of why we shifted over to tech savvy creative. I would say I've been doing what we do in tech savvy creative for a long time. And it was just under the studio. I just kind of had like an education tab in there and I helped other creatives with the technology in their businesses but it was time to really separate the two because it was really difficult to like talk to a bride or talk to a couple and also try to be talking to other photographers and other creative industry professionals. So we broke the education out of the studio, started Tech Savvy Creative. That way we can fully shift our attention to creatives over on Tech Savvy as we slow down the studio and continue to serve our clients that were left with Don Elizabeth Studios. So again, we're still mid-transition. I have weddings until the end of 2022. I think I have 15 left as of this recording. So it's going to be a slow fade, but also the wedding industry books out so far in advance that if I want to be done by 2023, I have to start transitioning now. And it feels really scary. feels really intimidating, but at the end of the day, like this is what's best for my family. And it allows me to do what I'm passionate about. And I'm just ready to 
you know, make that slow fade out and start putting all of my time and effort into tech savvy creative. This is so exciting. I know how long you've been doing this, like you said, kind of behind the scenes as somebody who you have personally helped. So I had Don come in and help me with my desktop, all my files, the chaos that is my life. I'm not tech savvy. Um, I love that you named it that by the way, because it's just like, so fun to say. I'm really not tech savvy and that's okay. Um, I enjoy using technology, but I feel like I had a lot to learn and I love the way that you teach it. Um, I love the way that you taught it to me. So I am super excited for you and I'm very excited about all the entrepreneurs that you're going to help. I'm going to do a quick plug here. Don is actually in the process of creating a lot of really fun new resources and we're going to link all of her information in the show notes. Um, and I'll let her also do another plug for a wait list for something exciting that's going to be coming soon. But before we talk about that, I have, I have questions for you, Don. And I feel like people who are listening to this are going to have questions too, because maybe if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I, I am definitely not needing to pivot. Like I just want to grow whatever it is that I'm doing right now. And that is awesome. But trust me when I say at some point, three years down the line, five years down the line, you're going to want to add some things into your, um, into your revenue streams. You're going to want to add things into your business. You want, you're going to want to diversify. You're going to want to change lanes and change directions. And when you get there, this is going to help you. So Don, the first thing I want to ask you is whenever you decided, like you said, you had very personal and professional reasons for doing this. But whenever you made that decision, and as you mentioned, you have weddings booked out through 2022. Um, We are now in, it's June 1st, 2021, as we're recording this. And so that's quite a long way away. Um, And I think that that's amazing. Like, I feel like that is the responsible, smart way to do things. You're taking your time. You're not neglecting your current clients in order to make room for your upcoming clients, but you are making a shift in order to make room for a brand new business. I guess my question for you is how did you decide how long to give it? Like, did you, like, what was your thought process going through that? Can you walk us through it? Yeah, hundred percent. So for us, it was really the driving factor was how long or how far in advance do our couples book us out? And for us here in San Antonio, that's anywhere between 12 to 18 months. So again, I knew if I wanted to make that transition, I would have to start it at a certain point ahead of time. So we kind of worked our way backwards. And at the time when we had made this decision, we had a October, 2022 weddings already on the books. And it was a little bit more in advance than it normally is. But that was kind of like our end point or like, okay, I have this wedding on the book. So we know that this is going to be our last one for sure. And it was just kind of like a slow transition. Like it wasn't like a, I woke up one morning and I like took my contact form off my website and we are done. Right. It was very intentional, very slow, started telling certain trusted people, mostly vendors in the industry that I work with a lot. And just really giving myself the space to get used to saying that and having a conversation. I would say that we made the decision, my husband and I, probably in February of 2021, that like we were actually done, done. And 
it took me until like last week to actually publicly say something about it. And it was just like, again, a slow transition. Like I put a little note on my Instagram bio that was like not accepting new clients. And then I put a banner on my website and then eventually I took my contact form down and then I sent an email blast. It's just like a very slow transition. And by the time that it was public knowledge and I'm talking to my current clients about it and talking to vendors about it, I was very comfortable and confident in the decision. So that was something really important to me, taking that time, you know, almost two years in advance to be like, okay, this is something I want to do. Let's start talking about it and getting it out there. So I feel more and more comfortable with it. So I'm not like deer in the headlights when I start talking to clients or vendors who could be potentially pretty upset about it. So as give yourself as much time as you can, if it's something that you're considering now, whether that's a shift to a different business or to something else within your business, start talking about it. See how you feel about it. Check your gut. And for us, that was pretty far in advance just because of our normal timeline, but very thankful that we took the time to get comfortable with that decision before we made it super public. Oh, I love that. And it's so refreshing to hear about how much you took your time and how well thought out it was. I think I said this last time you were on the show talking about, if you guys haven't heard her last episode, it was a group episode about stealing in the creative industry. And Dawn had her website completely plagiarized and everything she did to handle that situation was so thoroughly thought out and just extremely meticulous. And I love that about you. Um, I do think that that is a very unique trait and it's, it's, refreshing to hear about it. So I would love to encourage anybody who's listening to know that like things don't have to happen overnight. Um, the way that social media portrays and the way that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs portray their business as being overnight successes. I mean, it's, it's not intentional to portray our businesses that way. It's just the way that, you know, Instagram and, and the internet makes things look. So I appreciate you sharing that. And it actually reminded me about, um, something that I think is really important to note here is even if, like Dawn said, if you're making the transition within your business, you still need to think through like how you're going to approach it and then start talking about it in a really thoughtful way. Um, I have had friends go from being wedding photographers to family photographers. I've had friends go from being calligraphers to calligraphers who also did like logos and brand design to being full brand and web designers and no longer offering calligraphy. And it is such a hard balance when you have Uh, current clients who are looking to you as the person that they've invested in and you don't want to make them feel neglected. But I'll also say there's a huge fear that comes with that, that stops people from moving forward. And I think there's a big freedom in realizing that like people in general aren't thinking about you as much as you think that they are. And so when you do have this huge transition to make, Dawn, was it hard for you to say like, okay, I'm going to announce this on my Instagram. I'm going to send the email blast out. I've still got things booked out through 2022, but I've got to say something because I want people to understand that this shift is happening. Was it scary for you? Did you have to talk yourself down? Do you have to remind yourself that like people are not going to freak out at me? It's it's probably bigger in my head than it is in their head. They're probably just going to be like, good for her. You know, um, I think that that fear is such a heavy weight for some people. Yeah. There were a lot of emotions in it and it was kind of like a battle of like, what do I want this to be like? And I was telling vendors that I was close to earlier in the process. And as I was interacting with current clients, like I would tell them like, Oh, we're at their engagement session. Like, Hey guys, this is coming down the line, like slowly getting it out there. 
but we also got to a point where I wasn't sure who knew and who didn't because I forgot who I've told. And it wasn't because like, I didn't want somebody to know. So it was really important that we got the information out to the people that needed to know right away. So everybody was on the same page. Like I didn't want a vendor to be like, what? She's not taking more clients. And like her, like, look at the other vendor, like, why do they know? <laughs> like, I didn't want that to be an experience for anybody. Cause that's never my intent. Um, but yeah, it is scary because it kind of puts it out there and it just makes it very real. And it's, it's been very interesting. Cause I made the social media announcement last week and the week before I had sent an email blast to all vendors and clients of mine. And it's been a very interesting thing because I've had a couple shoots and weddings since then. And the first thing they say to me is I got your email. I can't believe you're done. Like, (laughs) and it like, it just instantly starts the day at this like weird, like, Oh, but I will say that I have not encountered somebody that hasn't been super excited for me and that hasn't been encouraging. And for the vendors that I have told, honestly, a lot of the feedback I've gotten is like, I wish I would have done that when my kids were little and just like very encouraging. And so it's been really helpful. I think there's like a lot of demons that we all face when we're making an announcement like that. And it's just at the end of the day, like we created these businesses to be like a blessing in our lives and to be something that we want to be working in, not something that we feel cursed or resentful of. And that's like where we were getting. I want to spend more time with my baby. I want to go to the zoo on Saturdays and I want to go swimming and, you know, cherish these days while she's still little. And I don't know, it's, whoever's in this place of like being worried, I would just encourage you to go for it. And like Lelia said, nobody's paying attention as much as you are. (laughs) And that is so true. Like I haven't posted for like two months on my Donald's of a studio Instagram page and nobody's noticed except me. And I think we all just kind of like forget about that sometimes. And that's, that's a good thing. Like we have the freedom to make decisions for us. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, I don't have kids, but when I made this transition out of wedding photography in order to have more time to spend on my current uh, education business and my course and all the things I wanted to do at the time, um, I remember whenever I announced it, my brides, when I was shooting weddings, they would all say the same thing. And it made me feel so great. They would all just be like, Oh, thank goodness. I got you before it was over. And I love that. I felt like that was such a great affirmation that like, they still felt like they were being taken care of. They still love my work. They still wanted me to be there. They were excited that they got me before I was like, quote unquote, retiring from that. And their siblings that were there would be like, will you come out of retirement for me? And it was just like, I remember having the fear that it would make them feel neglected and it just didn't. And I think that I have, I have friends who feel that way when they have any kind of transition in their lives, even if it's not a pivot in business and this is kind of a tangent, but I've had friends who either like get pregnant and they're afraid to tell their, their audience because they're like, well, what if people won't book me because I'm, I'm going to be pregnant. I'm going to have a kid. They're going to think I'm unreliable, which is insane. Like, I just don't even, I can't even, you know, I, I get it. I really do get it. But also it's like, I think we overestimate how much people care about our personal lives matching up to their personal lives. They just want to be taken care of as a client, no matter what kind of client it is. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I, I totally relate. 
And I relate to the core desires, even though, you know, you leaving wedding photography for your child and your family is a little bit different than me leaving wedding photography for another business. I mean, you are still leaving it for another business, but the, you know, the desire to have more time, I think is great. And I also think that you can get more time staying in your current business if that's true to you. But um, I do want to talk about this because a lot of people always ask me, like, how did you know it was I, like, I feel burnt out too. Do I need to make a pivot in my business? Do I need to change what I'm offering? And my answer to that is not always a yes. Like sometimes you just need to hire associates. Sometimes you just need to build out your current offerings to suit your lifestyle. In Dawn's case. And in my case, we had different skill sets that we wanted to expand on that we wanted to offer to the world. Dawn, how do you feel about that? I 150% agree. Like, and I love that you brought up like the conversation about associates. Like, why don't you just get associates to like keep taking business? And like, I've had people ask me that a lot. Like, oh, you have the platform. Why don't you just keep using it? Because that's not why I built this business. I didn't build this business to create an empire <laughs> out of wedding photographers. And I didn't feel confident that I could serve my couples in the same way that I do now. And I wanted to end on a high note, like go out with a bang, like with clients that you love, with vendors that you love. And it's okay to shift. You know, I'm not leaving the industry. I'm just going into a different role that serves my life better. And is also something I'm more passionate about. So it's just like a double win for me, but totally agree with you. Like, it's just, you have to make the decision that's right for you. Not just because somebody else is doing something. And that's really hard to do in our world where we're constantly looking at what other people are doing and like, are they successful or is this just an Instagram success or, you know, again, you just have to really look in deep and figure out what that looks like in your life and, you know, take it and run with it. And I also live by like the mantra that like nothing is permanent. Like, you know what, five years down the line, if I want to go back to weddings, I could go back to weddings. I can do this again. Nothing is permanent, but right now in this phase, I want to spend my time working with other creatives and helping them do amazing things in their own businesses. And that to me is so motivating because it's going to what I love and I love weddings, but I've always been in technology, you know, from day one, that's, that's my full career circle. So yeah, I would encourage anybody who's feeling that pain to just go for it. Nothing's permanent. You can always pivot again down the line. Oh my gosh. Nothing's permanent. is such a hard thing for people to hear. I think in the creative industry, because I feel that whenever we take our, um, our creative craft, whatever that is, whatever skill set that is, and we create a business out of it, we feel like we have to like live and die with that, um, forever. And it's, it's just such a hard lesson to learn that nothing is permanent. It's okay. If you change your mind and it's okay. If you change it again. Um, and I love that you had a full career circle. I had the same thing with education. I think it's really, um, it's, it's a very interesting thing to have happen just like psychologically as a human being, but for those of you listening who are like happy in your business and you're doing great and you maybe want to like diversify or pivot or whatever, you don't have to close up shop in order to do so. I think just being aware, like Don said, of if, you know, is this something that you want to pursue and how can you pursue it hand in hand, like in tandem with whatever it is that you're currently doing is super important lesson as well. Okay. So as we wrap up here, I'd love to hear if you have like any 
maybe like rapid fire tips and tricks for people who are looking at maybe creating a new business or, or offering something on the side or deciding altogether to make like a really big shift in their business. What are some things that you have done over the past? Um, as you mentioned, I think you said it was something like almost up to two years that you decided to do this. So what are some of the things that have helped you the most? So the first thing I would say is have a plan. Okay. And this plan, <laughs> yeah, Lily's like nodding big time, have a plan for what the transition looks like for your current clients, not what it looks like for your new business, which is also important, but don't forget the current clients that you have. So for us, like we had to sit down and said, okay, if I want to shift my time to tech savvy creative, what are the things I can let go of in the studio? And what are the things that I cannot? Okay. So for me, I could not let go of um, like blogging because that's part of my like client experience. Like I will be blogging every wedding still because my clients and my vendors have learned to expect that over the, you know, the process of the last six years. So can I slow down posting on Instagram every single day and then three stories a day? Yes, absolutely. So we shifted to like a couple posts a week, but am I taking client consultations anymore? No, because I'm not booking new clients. So that's off my plate. But just really identifying like what is important to stay and nurture and what is not important in your client process so you can spend that time working on your other business. The other thing I will say that has been huge in my transition to Tech Savvy Creative is remember that the work that you're doing in your business that you're pivoting from is very likely going to bleed into your new business. For example, I am working with wedding vendors every day. They are creative professionals. Guess what? They are the ideal client for Tech Savvy Creative, and they are people that I know really well. And I also know that Tech Savvy Creative wouldn't be what it is unless I did have all those years in the wedding industry. I could never have started Tech Savvy Creative without being in the weeds and understanding how clients work and how vendors work and how weddings work. So, you know, taking a step back and being really appreciative of like my time in the wedding industry has led me to be able to do tech savvy creative. It has not kept me from doing tech savvy creative. And that's really important. Um, that also just kind of helps me not be resentful at these weddings. <laughs> like, you know, like, Oh, it's another Saturday. I got to pack up for another 12 hour day. Like, no, like I have these clients, they trusted me with their day. I love spending my time with them, but this is also a great opportunity for me to share what's happening in my life and to connect with other vendors and really just love on them. Because as I shift to this new venture, they're going to be the people that are going to follow along my brides. They follow along just because they're my brides and they're awesome. And you know, that's great. But the vendors are the one that are going to be consuming the services down the line. So those are my big tips. I would say, um, again, just to reiterate, you know, have a plan for what your phase out looks like in your current business and what is important and what isn't. And then making sure that you nurture those current relationships, because those are the relationships that are going to carry you on to the next one. I love that. That's so good. Okay. And then last but not least, what is your unpopular opinion on making big shifts in your business? So I feel like we've already talked about this, but I would say my unpopular opinion is nobody is watching yourself as much as you are. And you have to make these decisions because it's right for you in your life and not because somebody else wants you to do something. Like Laylee said, like I've already had those clients that are like, oh, 
but will you make an exception to shoot my sister's wedding? (laughs) You know, and maybe the answer is yes. I don't know. Like it just depends on where life is down that time, but you have to do what's right for you. And you have to worry, quit worrying about what other people are thinking of you in the process. Yes. I love that. I completely agree hundred percent. And I said that was the last thing, but before you guys like turn off your podcasts, listening devices, wow, I sound 85 years old. Um, I want Don to tell us a little bit, give us like a sneak peek about what's coming down the line for you and like how people can follow along because let me just be real about this. Everybody needs tech savvy creative in their lives. I sound like a walking ad. I'm not getting paid for this. This is not an advertisement. I just personally have been very, very impacted by Dawn's work and her help and just her expertise. So what can people look forward to from you and how do they keep in touch with you? Right. So you can find me on Instagram at tech savvy creative, and that's probably where I hang out with the, the most for sure. Um, what's coming down the line. So currently we offer one-on-one sessions as well as full service setups. So if you want to sit down and have a virtual coffee and like, let's talk about the inside of your business and what is working and what isn't, um, we definitely offer that. And if you're looking for somebody to to do the work for you, we do full service setups in things like ClickUp. We also do uh, Dubsado, HoneyBook, Tave, Sprout. We also do show it. That's the one I'm missing. Show it and flow desk. So if you ever need help there, I'm your girl. Happy to help you out there. But the big thing that's coming down the line is a membership. And we hope to have that launched at the end of this year. And our heart behind the membership is that technology and backend systems for your business are so overwhelming, intimidating that we want to present in education in a way that's small and digestible. So you don't constantly feel overwhelmed. Also with the membership, a lot of what I hear from creatives is like, I just don't know what I don't know. And this will give you that insight to like, Hey, let's talk about your backups and let's talk about how to organize your files and maybe all of these things that you haven't considered. And again, in a very small and digestible way. So that's coming soon. You can join our waitlist at techsavvycreative.com slash waitlist. And when that membership community starts its launch process, you will be notified. So exciting. I know I'm already on the list, so I'm really excited. Um, I can't wait. I can't, it's going to be amazing. So I'm super pumped. Thank you so much, John, for coming on and sharing your story while you're still in it. I think it's super beneficial to hear people's journeys while they're still experiencing them. So I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me again. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.